0: Welcome to Branching Out of the Empty Nest. I am your host, Zoanna Price. Our podcast discusses issues relevant to the new and seasoned Empty Nester. We discuss health, wealth, relationships, taking care of aging parents, making new friends, dating, and so much more. Our podcast is to help empty nesters live their best life. And just so we're clear, an empty nester doesn't necessarily have to be a parent. It can be an aunt or an uncle or cousin or grandparent. Anyone who played an active role in raising kids, and now those kids are young adults and are out in the world living their life. Today is a solo show, and I will be discussing making new friends. One of the issues that empty nesters face is loneliness and depression. This is understandable because as you are raising your kids, your social circle probably included a lot of parents of their friends. And you probably attended a lot of PTA meetings or other school activities, sporting events, and other extracurricular activities and events. So naturally, you had a lot of friends or at least saw a lot of people because there was always something you were doing as a parent and you were always in the circle of other parents. Now that this is not the case, you might be struggling because now you're kind of lonely, especially around the holidays and especially if your kids have moved out of the state because they're not around anymore to see when you want to see or just have dinner with or any normal activity with them. They're not there anymore. So you could be struggling with depression because you're lonely. The way you can combat some of that loneliness is by making new friends. You have to be engaged because if not, you're kind of sitting there withering away. So in order to make new friends, I came up with Different methods that you can get out there and meet new people. This is not an easy thing to do, and as we get older, it gets harder to make new friends. So, trust me, this is an issue that we all struggle with. You're not alone. It's important that you have different types of friends too. For instance, I have workout friends. I have friends from my sorority. I have friends that are I'm in book clubs with. I have friends that Are the friends that if I want to have fun and hang out, they're those type of friends. And I have friends that I would trust with my deepest, darkest secrets. And there's some I have that if I need everybody to know certain information, I'm going to tell them because they're going to tell everybody. They're my little broadcasters. So there's different types of friends that I have. And it kind of depends on what I need them for at that moment. And it's nice to have those different types of friends. I also have very diverse friends because I have friends that are younger than me, some with kids, some without kids, some who are grandparents, some who are great grandparents. Um, I have friends that are from different educational backgrounds and ethnic backgrounds and social backgrounds and economic backgrounds. So it's important to have people who do not necessarily all look like me or think like me or talk like me. Because that makes me a better person and a more well-rounded person, having a diverse group of friends around me. And they keep me on my toes. I'm always learning new things. I'm, I'm naturally curious. So I'm always learning new things and about new cultures and about new places because I have engaging conversations with my friends. A lot of people, because of COVID, are afraid to leave the house. And just because you decide to stay at home doesn't mean that you can't make new friends. There are plenty of ways to make new friends. Matter of fact, the Internet makes it so much easier to connect with people in many ways. So just because you're at home or you don't want to leave your house or maybe you have health issues and you can't leave your house, you can still connect with people and have thriving new relationships with these people. There are a lot of groups out there. There are a lot of social media groups out there. Facebook and Meetup are two apps that I use in particular as far as making meeting new people. These two apps are pretty easy to meet new people because it's based on your interest. So with Facebook, if you wanted to learn something new, let's say you wanted to learn how to sew, you can go on Facebook and you can... Search for sewing groups, and you can find some in your area. You can go on their page, and you can follow them. You can just read all the posts and look at all the pictures, and you don't even have to comment if that's what you want to do. You just learn new information and see what they're doing, and that might be fine for you. But you could follow them and actually start talking to people in the group or posting information or asking questions, and you'll feel more, once you start, engaging more you'll feel more connected to those groups if you're ready to kind of venture out a little bit you can join a group let's say there you want to go let's say you want to go fly a kite and there is a a kite flying group in your city you can follow them see what people are part of the group and see how they interact with each other and if they have an event you can go to the event and meet these people And hopefully you'll connect with somebody at that event and you can start new relationships that way. I have to caution you about being careful with meeting people online. There is a difference between meeting someone online in a group, let's say like Facebook or Meetup or a catfish situation. I know a lot of people that are scared of the Internet and scared of meeting people online. So let me explain some basics here about that. When people are getting catfished online, that is usually a situation where they're just exchanging pictures with the person. So anyone can swipe pictures from anywhere. If you only see pictures that I send you, that's the only proof you you have of who I am. That doesn't make it true. So people get catfish because they start developing relationships with people without ever seeing them, without ever meeting them. And you can still meet someone without leaving your house. You can turn on your camera and you can see them and they can see you. You can go to the library and do this as well. If you want to be on your home computer, you don't want them to see your environment. Catfishing is just when someone has the intent of tricking you and they're trying to pretend to be something better, probably, than they are and say the right things to ultimately get you to either send them money or to do something they they want you to do for them so that is a different scenario than making friends when you're on the Facebook groups and the meetups still vet everybody of course but you're seeing a group of people and you can see who they know so if there's some shady characters in this group You don't have to go meet them, or if you have other Facebook friends, if they know someone that you know, you can reach out to that person and say, hey, do you know John Doe? Is this really him? Is this a person that I want to be associated with? Do I want to go to this event that they're hosting? You can always vet them that way as well. But don't ever just meet a person online and just go meet up directly with that person because you don't know who they are. So another app I like is Meetup. When I was going through my divorce, I lived on Meetup. I was a part of maybe 30 or 40 Meetup groups. I had all kinds of interests, all kinds of topics. And that was my social calendar. I would get on Meetup and say, okay, who's doing this this weekend? Who's doing this? Oh, they're doing this. Okay, I'm going to go to that event. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, that's right around the corner. I'm going to do that. And I met so many people through Meetup. I started line dancing through Meetup. Um, I went on a trip to Puerto Rico because of a group I met on Meetup. Um, I've done pain and sips. I even had a divorce support group. And I even found a therapist through my divorce support group on Meetup. So Meetup has been very kind to me. I have enjoyed meeting people on Meetup. And I did meet those people in person. And I've never been in a situation where I've gone to an event and I did not feel comfortable. And usually the events are at like a restaurant or a coffee house or something like that. So even if I went and not a lot of people showed up, there's still the staff at the restaurant, security, things like that. So I don't feel like I'm just totally exposing myself. Another way to meet people once you're ready is just simply getting out the house and just talking to people. If you're going to the library or the DMV or the grocery store or the doctor's office, just talk to people. Go up to someone and just start talking. Comment about something that's going on in the area or on the TV screen or the weather, something simple. Just talk. And there are people out there who love to talk and who can just go up to anyone and just start a conversation. I am not one of those people. I wish I was, but I am not. But I love it when those type of people come around because it takes the pressure off me. I don't think I'm an introvert, but I am very quiet at times. And then once I warm up to people and get to know them, then people say I don't shut up. So I don't consider myself to be an introvert, but I am not one of those people who can just go anywhere, just start a conversation and just talk for hours with people. I, I've never been that type, but I do appreciate people who are like that because it makes, it, it makes me feel comfortable and they're easy to talk to. And if you decide to get their number and you stay in touch with them, you pretty much have a new friend. Whenever you go to the grocery store, the post office, the library, when you're standing in line, those are great opportunities just to start little small talk that can lead to conversations, that can lead to friendships. And if you're not good at that, like I'm not, you can just practice and just do little little bits and pieces and very neutral conversation starters. Talk about the weather. Talk about a movie that just came out or talk about something going on in the world. Just keep it real simple and basic and then have those conversations and they can lead to bigger conversations. If you are still working or you have a particular hobby, you could find groups. You can find organizations that host events or That are centered on that topic or that career and you can attend those type of events and then you'll find people who have those similar interests and they're going to be easier to talk to because you already have common ground with them. Let's say you're an accountant. You can find conferences dedicated to accounting and you can attend that conference or you can go hang out in the lobby of the hotel or some of the restaurants around where the conference is going to be held, then that way you can kind of run into those type of people. And because you already know the topic or the subject matter, it's easier for you to have a lasting conversation with people who have similar interests. Another way of making friends is just to reconnect with your old friends. You can call them, you can text them, you can send them a letter, send them an email, you can drop by their house. The point is just to let them know, hey, you've been on my mind, I was just thinking about you and I just wanted to reconnect. Because of COVID, a lot of people are not here anymore. So you can just simply say, hey, I haven't talked to you. I'm trying to do better since COVID. I'm trying to get in touch with people I've lost touch with. And you've been on my mind. And I just wanted to see how you were doing. Something as simple as that. And you can renew a friendship. You can pick up like you talked to that person just yesterday. Sometimes with meeting people, you're not going to be besties. And that's okay. Okay. Sometimes it's just a great conversation. You have that one time and then nothing else ever happens after that. And that's okay, too, because you don't have to be best friends with everybody. That is not the goal. The goal is just to get out there, to be engaged, to have new experiences so that you're not feeling like you're the only person that's going through this on the planet. I do a lot of volunteer work and volunteering Is a good opportunity to expose you to a lot of different things, a lot of new people. And depending on what you do and where you volunteer, it's a great opportunity to have people just come to you. I volunteer for a lot of media groups and conferences, events, webinars, film festivals, things like that. And one of the areas I like to work is at the registration table. Because at the registration table, everybody has to come to me. So automatically, I know everybody's name. And then when they come and check in, and let's say there's some small talk and we have a laugh or two, when I'm done with my shift and I bump into them later, I can bring up something or mention something about what we were talking about earlier. So it's a great way to connect to people and they might not remember my name and that's fine because they shouldn't remember my name. But if I remember their name, that's going to impress them. I'm like, oh, okay, I just met her 20 minutes ago and she remembers, okay. And that kind of makes them feel more comfortable and then you can start a conversation with them and then hopefully that's a new friendship or a new business resource. If you're still working, There's obviously opportunities to meet people at work, but there are different types of work friends. There are people who are there at the office every day, and you might have lunch with them. You talk to them all day, every day, but you don't really have a relationship out of the office, and that's fine. But you should also try to have relationships with people, one or two people in the office that you do speak to outside of the office. Another way to meet new people It's just to go out with one of your friends and have them invite their friends. This happened to me, I guess, earlier this year, actually. One of my friends had a milestone birthday, but she wanted a really small celebration. So she only invited four of us, and we just went to a restaurant and had dinner, but we had never met each other. And... This is great because your friend has already vetted these people. Your friend can already vouch that these are good people. So I actually loved her friends, and I thought that they were great. We have made plans to actually do some other activities later this year. So I think that is a wonderful way to meet new friends it's because, like I said, you they're already vetted. You already know who they are, and hopefully you'll get along with those friends. Now, I've had situations when I was younger where I've had friends where I didn't like their friends at all and vice versa. So I don't know if that's with wisdom and maturity that I'm at that level now. But, yeah, back in maybe my 20s, maybe 30s, I've had friends who had friends that I just thought were maybe questionable and I would not have been friends with them. But maybe as you get older and more mature, and we all had a lot of things in common, a lot of interest in common. So it made it easier for us, I think, to... I think we're going to become good friends because we all have something in common. Just to recap, some of the suggestions that I gave to make new friends are join social media platforms or browse social media platforms such as Facebook or Meetup. Find groups on there who have interests of things you currently do, maybe things you want to learn how to do, um, or maybe look on your friends' pages and see some of their friends that, and see what they're doing, what kind of events are they going to, what type of activities they participate in, and that might give you some other outlets. And you can find those groups or those organizations, find out what kind of events they have that are coming up, and make plans to attend those events. You could go to conferences or workshops that are in your career field or a field that you have an interest in. You could attend those events or you could just be in the area while those events are going on and try to meet people that you already have a common interest with. There's also reconnecting with current friends, calling them up, emailing them, texting them, just letting them know that they've been on your mind and you're trying to reconnect because you just wondered how they were doing. You can also volunteer at events, meet new people, work the registration table and meet everybody that comes in and then follow up and go meet the people that you connected with at the table and go talk to them a little later during the event. You can connect with people at work, people that you have never gone out to lunch with, start going out to lunch with or go out to a tea with them, go out for coffee with them, maybe doing an activity with them outside of work and trying to build a relationship that way. You can also go out with a current friend, have her, have them bring some of their friends, like three or four, and you guys go out and just see if you guys connect. If you guys like each other, if you like their energy, you think, oh, I could be friends with them down the road, then develop a relationship that way. You can just get out of the house, go for a walk, go to the post office, go to the library, go to the grocery store. And every time you go somewhere, try to talk to somebody. Sometimes it might just be hello, but eventually that hello is going to lead to, hello, how are you today? oh, hello, how are you? That is a wonderful outfit you have on today. Oh, that is a beautiful color on you. And those little small bits can lead to further conversations. Let me know if you have any questions or if you have any ideas or suggestions about how to make new friends. I want to know what works for you or what worked for you um, and what didn't work for you. We are branching out of the empty nest and we're here to help empty nesters live their best life. We'll have new episodes every other week. So make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe. Our website is EmptyNestSquad.com. We're also on Instagram at squad. Rate and review us. This is how other empty nesters can find us. Thank you for listening. And until next time, get out there and soar.